Audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. February 12, 2023. Proper handling of money. Question, why are Jews among the richest? Answer, because they know how to handle money correctly, and have for thousands of years. Question, what does it mean to handle money correctly? Answer, to earn, to keep, to save, to turn money into a bank type enterprise, and so on. That is what they can do. But it takes a long time to learn. Question, and this can be learned? Answer, I think Jews are not the best in this matter, but life forced them. They could not sit in one place, they could not work and create large enterprises because they were taken away from them, set on fire, smashed. Therefore, they had only one opportunity left, to work with money. A lot is written about this. I believe that this is what led them to a relatively independent material well-being. From Cab TV's Blitz of Questions and Answers January 6, 2023. Pleasure from the work. Question, how much should we earn? You fight, you struggle, and you cannot earn anything significant. Answer, start thinking that you want to earn less. And then you will see that you have even more than you wanted. Question, how can you enjoy working? Answer, to do this you need to enter the craft. Whatever you do, you should strive to be a master of your craft, and then you will enjoy working. Question, where can I get energy for success? Answer, it depends only on the importance of the goal. If you want to achieve something, you will have energy. But the most important thing is to understand that this is your goal, and you have to achieve it. From Cab TV's Blitz of Questions and Answers January 6, 2023. A force that will support us, forever. Question, in 1950, Harvard biology professor Kurt Richter conducted an experiment with rats where he drowned domesticated and then feral rats, one by one, in jars of water to study how long they would struggle to survive. The first rats did not last long, only a matter of minutes. The remaining domesticated rats swam for days before giving up. The hope of salvation gave them these Vitang forces. The feral rats, both aggressive and able swimmers gave up quickly after realizing they were in a glass enclosure. How would you apply this to humanity? Today, many give up and drown almost immediately. Such a time has come. How can we tell this to humanity? Do we need to give help to it and how? Answer. Humanity does not want to agree with the salvation that the Creator dictates to us. It agrees to move to salvation only in its own way, I will suppress others and thus survive. Comment, that is, the Creator says, I will save you, and we do not want to be saved. But if we wanted to follow the path of the Creator, then we could keep afloat for a very long time. My response, no problem. If these experimental rats, for example, had held on to each other, they would not have drowned. Therefore, our task is to hold on to each other, and then we would be like on a raft. Question, 
What are the conditions for this raft to exist and float? Answer, mutual guarantee. This is what the Creator wants from us, each of us, lives for others. Question, is this hope, is this salvation, and is this everything? Answer, it is the only solution. Question, I understand that this is the voice of the Creator. How can we hear it? Answer, love your neighbor as yourself. This formula should be the main one, when everyone will think for the other, about the other, for the sake of the other, and not for themselves. Then people will feel that this is the force that will support them forever. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman January 5, 2023. A beautiful Jewish parable. Comment. A beautiful Jewish parable goes like this. The rich inhabitants of a town hired a man to guard their possessions at night and their big wealthy homes. Late one night, a sage met the watchman and asked him, Who do you work for? The watchman answered him and, in turn, asked the sage, Who do you work for? These words pierced the sage's heart. He answered sadly, It turns out, I don't work for anyone. They walked for a long while and talked. The wise man asked the watchman, Will you come work for me? I'm ready to pay you whatever you ask. With pleasure. But what will I have to do? The watchman asked. Keep reminding me, said the sage. My response, yes, that's true. Question, so even a wise man demands to be reminded that there is someone he works for? Answer, of course. This is the reason he is considered wise, he seems to have everything except the most important thing, he does not have good connections with everyone else. Comment, but he still asks, who do you work for? So it is not that he forgets, but that he needs to always remember that he works for the Creator. Answer, yes. Question, the sage said, I'll pay whatever you ask. Can you in fact pay to be constantly reminded? Answer, this is the most important thing. After all, this is the only way you earn, if I may say so, your real wealth. Question, if you don't lose the connection? Answer, yes. If you constantly increase your connection with the Creator, you invest in it. Question, is it possible to stay connected all the time and not to lose it? Or should there still be these ups and downs, interruptions, ins and outs? Answer, there must be ins and outs all the time. There must be disconnections, because otherwise there will be no renewal of the connection between a person and the Creator through other people. And that is why we are in such a constant stop and go movement. Question, is that why it is written, and there was evening, and there was morning? So the evening is my loss of connection with the upper? Answer, yes, which specifically comes from above. This is called awakening from above. And below, there should be a drive from below, which would push a person to a prayer, to form a request, and so on. Comment. According to this parable, awakening from below can only happen from some connection with the watchman, with another person who reminds me. My response, that is why it says so in the parable, that he reminds. Question, so can I not do it myself all the time? Answer, no way. Comment, after all, 
he is a righteous man, a wise man, a tzaddik. My response, that is why he is a righteous man, a wise man, and a tzaddik, because he knows himself, his state, and how to remain at this level. Question, only if he is reminded of this? Answer, yes. While somebody else, on the contrary, would say that everything is fine, he is in full connection with the Creator, and all is well. Question, can we call one who says so a sinner? Answer, yes. Because the righteous is the one who justifies the Creator for the fact that he created our world not so perfect, but left a place for man to improve. While the sinner may consider the world to be absolutely perfect, it is the opposite. Humanity thinks quite differently. Question, so the sinner is the one who says, everything is created perfectly, everything is in full connection, and so on. Is such a person a sinner? Answer, yes. While the righteous man says, everything has been created perfectly because there is work left for me. And in this way, I can raise this world. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman December 15, 2022. The War on Pride. Comment. You said that pride is the best quality of a person. My response, of course. After all, it is specially created so that a person can see how different he is from the Creator. Due to the fact that he is at war with pride, he gets closer to the Creator. Every time he uses it the other way around, that is, belittling himself, not helping his egoism, but reducing it and putting pressure on it, he thus rises above the ego. Imagine that there is one point in a person and this is his embryo. Pride begins to grow under this point and raises it all the time. If a person can annul pride, then he rises, absorbs it into himself, and grows. If he cannot include this pride in himself, that is, to act with it exactly the opposite, to bestow, then it becomes lower and worse. This is a very serious period in our life. It takes many years for a person to realize this. This is the most difficult period. Then it gets easier and easier. Of course, there will also be difficult conditions in the future, but they are understandable and easily processed by the soul, heart, and mind. In the first stages you become simply untenable and do not know where you are going, where to go, and what to do. You are knocked out of these states and you do not hear anything. But then, no matter what the states are, you control yourself and understand why they are created in you. From Cab TV's I got a call. Pride is the key to success March 11, 2012. How can you adhere to the mind and heart of the teacher? Question. How should a student behave correctly in order to attach himself to the state you are in? Answer, it is not easy, I know from my own experience. The student must try to use the heart and mind of the teacher, to glue to them as if there were none of his own. When you try to do this, you receive a huge mind and a huge heart opposite to the teacher, and you start to act. Your mind and heart are on the left side, the teachers are on the right side. In the middle between them you are trying to create something that connects both of these objects. It is not simple. 
there are few such people in our world and there are few among our students. There should not be many of them, but in general, they exist. They try to do it, and that means a lot. The main thing is to try. If there are many such people, they will cover quality by quantity. Question, how can one adhere to the mind and heart of a teacher? Answer, just through the request to the same upper force that binds us, together to help you in all before the teacher. Then he would be able to raise you like a little child. Otherwise, your egoism lifts you higher, you feel higher than the teacher, more knowledgeable, understanding, and strong, and as a result, you cannot receive anything from him. Question, but how can a student analyze whether he is integrated in the teacher correctly? Answer, you must begin to feel it, otherwise, you will not be able to understand. Question, could this be a false sensation? Answer, it does not matter. Attempts will lead to a correct result. From Cab TV's I got a call. Leitman's best student. Michael Leitman, on Quora, in the beginning, are we all Jewish by birth? A Jew is one who develops the quality of bestowal and love of others, as is written in the Torah, that is to reach a state of love your neighbor as yourself and love will cover all crimes. The positive force that we receive is in order for us, to rise above the negative egoistic force, which exists in each of us. If so, in such a way, we do not hate the negative force, but we relate to it with understanding. The negative egoistic force is our human nature that we were born with, and we also receive its opposite altruistic force, which we crown over the ego. The control of the positive altruistic force over the negative egoistic force brings us, to a unique degree where the desire to receive, the negative force, will join the intention to give, the positive force, and with these two forces, we will do good to each other. Eventually, between these two forces we will start researching, acknowledging, understanding and perceiving nature. We will see that these two forces come to us, from nature and with their attainment, we come to perceive and sense nature's uniqueness. Our goal is to attain the unity in nature, which consists of both positive and negative forces, and to be adhered to their absolute source. Based on the video Who is a Jew? With Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman.